himself came to us. And it represents the expectation that we feel during this time of Christmas as we're expecting our Messiah. And this week, we're going to be lighting a second candle, which is called the candle of faith. Hoy vamos a meditar sobre la, la vela de fe. And um, this is sometimes even called the Bethlehem candle. And it's a reminder to us of faith. The faith that uh, God gifts us with and calls us to. The faith of Mary and Joseph on their journey to Bethlehem. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't know what the outcome would be. But again, as we talked about last week, they practiced living truth. They trusted God even when they didn't know what the outcome would be. They kept going even when they didn't have clarity on the plan. And so today we're going to light the candle of faith and we're going to pray, take a moment to pray that God would increase our faith to that level of going without knowing, of trusting no matter what. Vamos a ignar la vela de, de la fe juntos. So just as you are right where you are, we're going to take a moment to just pray and meditate on faith. Vamos a tomar un momento de meditar sobre la fe. Ask God to give you faith, to give you trust, to give you hope, especially when everything doesn't seem clear. Take this moment just as you are to meditate and pray and then I'll bring us back together. Vamos a tomar un momento de orar. God, we thank you that you are the God of hope, of faith, of joy, and of mercy. Thank you, Lord, that when we reflect upon that journey that Joseph and Mary took, Lord, that was an uncomfortable and scary journey at times, Lord. Yet they kept 
going, trusting. And Lord, I pray that we would be able to reflect that faith in this time of Advent, in this time of preparation. In the new year to come, Lord God, we know that there's so much that is uncertain. But the one thing that we are certain of today is the same thing that Joseph and Mary and your people were certain of then, which is that you are with us. You never leave us or forsake us, God. Jamás nos dejas, Dios Santo. Siempre estás con nosotros. So, Lord, we just pray that you would give us faith to trust you as we're taking that next step into the unknown, fully believing, fully um, confident, not in our circumstances, but in our calling. And you call us to yourself, God. Prepare our hearts with hope, prepare our hearts with faith in this Christmas season. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 Um, well, we're going to continue now in our time of worship through opening up the Word of God. And uh, we have actually been looking at different passages in this Advent season, um, uh, passages that we wouldn't typically look at in the Christmas time. And uh, today we're going to be, uh, we started last week with John 3.16. This week we're going to be looking at a passage in the Old Testament that actually was proclaiming and, uh, and, and really making way in preparation for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's from uh, the prophet Zechariah, chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. Vamos a abrir las escrituras hoy a Zacarías, uh, capítulo 9, versículos 9 al 10. And I'll go ahead and, and read a portion for us in Spanish and English, and it should be up in the projector screen for us as well. Um, and uh, that will be Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 to 10. And uh, you can follow along in your Bibles. You can hear God's word read aloud for those here in person, for those online. And um, we will uh, follow along. And uh, I'll, I'll read a portion in Spanish and English as well. La Escritura va a ser del profeta Zacarías, capítulo 9, versículos 9 al 10. I'll read for us first in Spanish and then the passage for us in English. En español, Zacarías, capítulo 9, versículo 9. Alégrate mucho, hija de Sion. Grita de alegría, hija de Jerusalén. Mira, tu rey viene hacia ti. Justo, victorioso y humilde. Viene montado en un burro, en un burrito, cría de asna. Destruirá los carros de guerra de Efraín y los caballos de Jerusalén uh, quebrará el arco de combate y proclamará paz a las naciones. Su dominio su exten se extenderá de mar a mar desde el río Eufrates hasta los confines de la tierra. So Zechariah chapter 9, beginning at verse 9. Rejoice greatly, daughter of Zion. Shout! Daughter of Jerusalem, see your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, 
the fowl of a donkey. Verse 10, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. Amen. Let's pray together. Vamos orar. God, we thank you because you are the peacemaker, Lord. You're the one in this Christmas season that always makes a way. As we take this time, Lord, um, during these next few weeks to just prepare the way for your coming, Lord, I pray that you'd open up our hearts, open up our minds. Abre nuestros corazones y nuestras mentes, Dios Santo. Open up our hearts to prepare for your arrival, for your coming that changes everything, Lord. You came into this world to save us in order to bring us back to yourself. Through your humble presence, Lord, even in the form of a baby, you began this eternal work of salvation for all people in all times in all places and even in creation lord let heaven and nature sing lord you have done something that has altered and changed for the good all of reality lord thank you god as we prepare for this time of of um of entering into your word may we just acknowledge and know lord that you are the prince of peace you are the peacemaker and yet, Lord, sometimes when we just look around the way things are, we realize, Lord, that that peace is lacking, that that peace is not there. Sometimes it feels like constant chaos, constant war, constant uh, challenges, Lord. And God, I pray that you would help us, Lord, again, as we're preparing with this candle of faith, Lord. Give us faith to see that your word is true. That all of these things, Lord, we acknowledge them, we name them, but we don't claim them as our final truth. We claim the truth of the peacemaker, of the miracle maker, of the one who brings hope in the most challenging circumstances in you, Jesus. Lord, we pray for this world that is challenged, that is going through so much chaos constantly, Lord. And God, we surrender, trying to just be the fixers of all of that. We're entrusting all of that into, into you, Lord, and we're fixing our eyes on you, and we're asking, Jesus, that you would use us to be peacemakers as well. As you say, Lord, blessed are the peacemakers. And you never call us to do anything that you haven't done before. This passage tells us, Lord, that you are that peacemaker. So, Lord, we want to reflect you in that. There's a lot of noise and anxiety in this world. And we want to be a fresh kind of people, a Jesus kind of people that can bring peace, faith, and hope in the midst of all of that. Hay mucha desorden, Señor, en este mundo, pero, Señor, que nos uses para traer paz en este mundo de desorden. Help us to reflect you, God. Speak to us this morning, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
So we've been um, in the Advent season, we've been reflecting on um, just what we've been calling Christmas from a different lens, where we've been seeing Christmas through different perspectives in the Bible, because the Christmas story actually impacts the entire Bible story from the Old Testament to the New Testament, from the beginning to the end. It's all deeply impacted by this story of God showing up, of Emmanuel, this birth story that we read about in the Gospel of Matthew and Luke. And typically, we go through those passages, but this year we're looking at different passages in the Bible through, throughout the scriptures that show the impact of Christmas throughout the entire story of God's salvation. And uh, we're trying to get a deeper meaning into what Christmas is actually all about. Through this new perspective, we're trying to make sense of what has been called the greatest story ever told. Estamos orando que Dios nos dé una nueva perspectiva sobre la historia de Navidad. God works through really ordinary means in order to bring extraordinary outcomes. That's what the Christmas story is about, that God enters into the messiness of ordinary human life. God works through mystery, and he uses it all for his purposes, for his glory, for something so, so good beyond what we could think of or even imagine. The story of Christmas is the story of Emmanuel, God with us, where God actually comes down into our messy human space, into our uncomfortable human challenges, and he just enters into that space. And he does something that changes everything. La historia de Navidad es la historia de Emmanuel, Dios con nosotros. And here in this passage, in Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 to 10, we see this announcement by the prophet Zechariah, even generations before Jesus would come, and it's an announcement of the Prince of Peace. And, and if you read the whole passage, this passage is actually within the context of, of challenges, of wars, of unknown, of uncertainties. And yet the prophet Zechariah is so bold to be able to proclaim the Prince of Peace in the midst of chaos. Aquí este pasaje, um, el profeta Zacarías está proclamando el príncipe de paz en Jesucristo. That the Prince of Peace would come. And we see how God entered the world through Jesus Christ, the one true God, the one in whose image we are created in the one who made us for himself. And again, Christmas is really all about this event, a big event in the story of salvation. We talked about this last week, right? But it's this big event called the incarnation, where the word became flesh, where God came to us. We couldn't get to him, so he came to us. En la Navidad, Dios viene a nosotros en Jesucristo. God became human in Jesus Christ. That's the event, the miracle of the incarnation, where God shows up and he takes initiative. The God that we worship is not passive. He doesn't just wait around and think, well, one day if humans can figure it out, then uh, we'll be good. No, he actually takes action and he comes down to us just as we are in our messiness, in our challenges to restore us back to himself 
to restore our connection with him that's been lost through sin. And here in, in this Christmas story, we think about a birth story, right? Um, it, when anyone that's been a parent before, wh- whether uh, you, you first became a parent at different points in life or uh, natural birth or adoption or, or other different means, um, we all have a story of how we became parents. And in some ways, the, uh, the, the story of Christmas is a birth story of how a family came to be also. But it's not just any birth story or any manger, but it's a very specific story of a Savior who entered into the world. Esta historia de Navidad es bien particular. Uh, yes, it's Christmas and we celebrate that, but even more important than just the birth or just the family or just the merger or just the lights, the, sorry, or just the, the manger or the animals, even more important than that, is not just what happened, but who is coming into the world? Who is showing up into the picture here? Who is being born? And who is entering into the picture here is who we read about. The Prince of Peace. The Proclaimer of Peace. Entering into a story, into a world that doesn't have peace. That has chaos, that has disorder that has challenges, that has struggles, yet that peace proclaimer enters into this space with us. That's the key part of this Christmas story. And the most important part of the Christmas story, again, is not just what happened, not just how it happens, but the key part is who happens. La clave de la historia de Navidad es quién entra a la historia, es Jesucristo. Is who enters into the story at this point. Christmas again, um, and we talked a little bit about this last week, it marks this beautiful collision that sometimes seems very mysterious, very challenging, um, but still it's deeply fascinating, right? This collision of heaven and earth, of time and, eter- and eternity, all just clashing together at the same time time. And like I said, it's a miracle from God. I mentioned this last week. It's a miracle from God. And we can't explain miracles because God does them. We receive them. We proclaim them. We pass them on. But Christmas is part of God's miracles. He showed up and really in this amazing collision of heaven and earth, time and eternity, Everything actually ties together in the birth of Jesus. Todo se conecta en, 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 en el nacimiento de Jesucristo. Um, everything ties together all of God's uh, promises, all of God's presence, all of God's power. It all just connects there in this very unlikely story. So the one takeaway about the Christmas story, and it should be a given to many of us, But the one takeaway to remember is that Christmas, and even preparing for Christmas, it's all about Jesus. It's all about who came. Not just what, not just how, but who entered into the picture, into the story of humanity. Navidad está centrada en en, en el nacimiento de Jesucristo. Él es la clave. Again, not just about the manger, not just about the gifts, but about the miracle of God showing up. And it's very easy to miss 
the true significance of this amazing, remarkable, miraculous event where Jesus enters into the world to fulfill his mission to save and restore our broken relationship with God. Our broken relationship because of sin. And you know, we can just kind of feel very familiar with those words but not know the weight of the meaning. Yes, it's important to know how he entered with the excitement, with the angels singing and the shepherds visiting, but of first importance, if we're going to keep first things first and the main thing, the main thing, we need to not just focus on what or how, but on who, on who God sent, the one that could make a way, the one that can restore all things. That's the main thing during Christmas. Who is entering into the human story? The miracle of Christmas is that God becomes like us so that we could be with him once again. There's one entering into this world, into our story, to fulfill a mission. Salvation and redemption is now made possible through the gift of God. And the gift of God is his presence. It's his very self, Emmanuel. God with us. El regalo de Dios es Emmanuel, Dios con nosotros. The Christmas story or the birth of Jesus is a reminder that it's actually possible to know what's coming and still be surprised when we really pay attention. Now this, this passage that we read by the prophet Zechariah was hundreds and hundreds of years before the birth of Jesus even came. So it was being proclaimed. People were asked to be prepared. And still they knew it was coming, but were still surprised when it actually happened. God is the one who delivers. He's the one who brings peace, who brings hope, who brings joy. And I want you to be able to receive that in this Christmas season. It's coming. Even if you don't feel it right now. It's coming. You can trust God. He will bring peace. He will bring hope. He will bring joy in your life. Dios va a traer gozo, paz y esperanza en tu vida. Jesus has come to save. And this is really good news for everyone. It's, it's the gospel. And gospel just means that, good news. El evangelio es, son buenas nuevas. The good news of Christmas is really redefining um, everything that we understand about reality, about uh, the way things work. In, the, in those days when Jesus entered into the world, that wasn't just a, a pretty, you know, perfect kind of time. That was actually a very messy time politically. That was a messy time with people. The powers and authorities of their day actually claimed something. In fact, uh, they, they lived within the context of something called the Roman Empire. And, they had, and the Roman Empire actually had this, this, uh, this motto, you know, uh, or this idea of Pax Romana. And that meant this is all there is, the greatest human kingdom in some ways, right? And that was the idea within the context in which Jesus entered into the world that there was really empire, there were authorities, there were principalities that were constantly trying to tell everyone that this is all there is. You know, when we turn on the news or social media or, or you know, get influenced by this or that, 
we're constantly getting that message. This is all there is. So you need to live up to this. You need to look this way. You need to act this way. You need to parent this way. You need to be this way because this is all there is. That's what the world proclaims. That's what the world proclaimed then. But then when Jesus enters into this world, he proclaims something new. Jesus doesn't proclaim this is all there is. Jesus proclaims there is more. There is more. This is not all there is. Do not settle or conform for just this because there is more. There is more faith. There is more peace. There is more hope. There is more mercy that is available to you. This is not all there is. Hay más. El regalo de Dios es que siempre hay más con Él. There is more to life. There's more to your life. Your life matters. Your presence matters to God. There is more. There is more to your calling than just your circumstances, than just the mundane of every single day. There is more. There's more to your identity than just the way you look, than just what you buy. There is more. You have identity. You have purpose. The gift of God is that because of Jesus, there is more. There is more hope available to you. There is more joy available to you. There is more faith available to you. Because the creator of the entire world, of all of the universe, actually enters into this messy human space in the form of a baby. And that redefines everything. That redefines authority. That redefines just the, the ideas that this is all there is. Because Christmas actually turns all of reality right side up. I say that a lot here at Imago, but... Sometimes we live life through an upside-down perspective. And we start thinking that all of life should really be upside-down. But what Jesus does is he turns things right-side-up. Upside-down thinking is, oh, this is all there is. He comes, turns it right-side-up, and says, no, there is more. There's so much more available to us. Christmas has that power of expanding our perspective. During these days, there was a local ruler, his name was Herod, and he actually tried to impose power through violence and intimidation. And yet this new king, this new savior of the world, this prince of peace, he didn't meet that violence with violence. He came in the form of a baby to challenge those systems, to redefine those systems now, maybe you can have a better idea than me, but that's, that's kind of a unique plan, don't you think? That's a unique plan that God would have to actually challenge all of the empires, principalities, all of the authorities of the earth saying this is all there is, and then challenging all of that with the birth of a baby. What does a baby even do? Right? What are some of the things babies do? They cry, they eat, 
They, yeah, they make us lose sleep, and they sleep too when they can. They give us joy. But what do babies really do? They show up and they change everything. You know, I, it's, it's, it's amazing whenever people have asked me what it felt like when I first became a parent, and I've said this with all of my children, and the, this is the real, the real uh, the re, the, my sincerest thought in it. You know, every one of my children, I pray for them before they're born, and I can't even imagine what life will be with them, you know. I can't imagine it. I can't imagine what they'll look like. I can't imagine how they'll be. But within the first moment after meeting each one of my children, a moment before I couldn't imagine life with them, and then a moment after meeting them, I can't imagine life without them. A child simply shows up, simply appears, and changes everything. Babies do the same. They show up and they change everything. You once had time, now there's no time. You once had sleep, now there's no sleep. But there, it taps into a deeper joy than we could think of or imagine. And God calls us different ways to tap into that joy, whether it's parenting, whether it's being an uncle, whether it's being a friend, whether it's all of those, those means. But that's part of what God does in this Christmas miracle. Before anything, he shows up and he gives us the gift of his presence. Before taking an action, he simply shows up. And the birth of Jesus is really um, just this reminder of that gift of Emmanuel, of God with us, of his presence, of his promises, of his power, all tied together in this baby showing up. Jesus enters into this world humbly. He could have entered any kind of way, right? He could have entered from the heavens, already declaring uh, some kind of confrontation with the principalities, with the authorities, but he enters humbly, but also with triumph, redefining everything, vertically and horizontally. Now, we've talked about that before. I've mentioned it, right? vertical restoration. He restores everything in heaven and on earth and horizontal restoration where he restores us to each other. Jesus entering as a child, as a baby, is really redefining our expectations of the power of God. Our expectations um, of, of how God will work in and through our lives. We see Jesus here giving us new hope, new faith through this new pathway to restored relationship with him and with each other. Again, Jesus redefines our relationship with God and our relationships with each other. And this is expressed in so many ways. Again, everything is clashing in this beautiful collision in this Christmas story. Heaven, earth, time, and eternity. All of humanity and this newborn child. Every tribe, tongue, and nation will be blessed through him. At Christmas, we celebrate that God is with us. Durante la Navidad, celebramos que Dios está con nosotros. 
He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will show up into our chaotic spaces, into our messy spaces. We celebrate that God is with us. We witness to God's withness, that God is with us in all seasons. And in this time of preparation, this time of Advent, may we place our hope and our trust in Him, in the God who never fails to show up. The one who shows up, especially when it's uncomfortable, uncertain, unclear. He shows up and makes a way. The one who has showed up for us. And now when we abide in Him, we are empowered to show up for others. To receive the gift of Emmanuel. And to give the gift of presence of Emmanuel with others en la Navidad celebramos que Dios vino a nosotros. Emmanuel significa Dios con nosotros. Ese es el motivo de la Navidad. Nosotros también podemos dar el regalo de Emmanuel, de presencia con otros. We receive the gift of Emmanuel. And when we abide in Christ by faith, when we believe and accept the reality that God has shown up, and that changes everything, Guess what? We can receive that gift this Christmas. And we can also give that gift. We can pass on that good gift of Emmanuel, of God's presence, of God's peace with those around us. When we show up for others, when we serve and do life together and invite others into new life with God, that's passing on the gift of Emmanuel. Our children our family, and our community. Here's the truth when it comes to gifts, right? Emmanuel, the gift of presence and even of God's presence, is really the only gift that we will truly remember. Because here's the truth. Um, most of us, whether we have children or you can think about when you were a kid as well, um, most of our family and friends and community, they may not remember what you give them for Christmas this year. They may not even remember what you gave them for Christmas last year or two years ago. But one thing that I guarantee that they will remember, and this is especially true for children, they will remember whether or not you showed up. Whether or not you were present with them in one way or another. We receive the gift of God with us, of Emmanuel. And by God's grace, by this gift of faith, by this gift of hope that he gives us, we're actually empowered to show up for others. That's a gift. That's a blessing. So this year, um, I want us to have a new perspective on Christmas. Oramos que este año Dios nos dé una nueva perspectiva sobre la Navidad. Instead of only focusing on a Christmas to-do list, because we know this is a very busy season for all, right? And sometimes that can be the, the, uh, the thought, the idea saying, this is all there is, right? Christmas is about consumerism and a lot of uh, to-dos. But really, in light of God's gift of Emmanuel, of God's gift 
of presents, we can also practice and create not only a Christmas to-do list, but a Christmas to-be list. Not just things to do, but who to be, who you're called to be during this Christmas. Sure, buying presents, wrapping gifts, sending cards, shopping for food, seeing the lights, that's all very beautiful. But remember, there's more. We're called to go beyond that. And this Christmas, may we go beyond just the Christmas to-do list. And instead, ask God to guide us and to help us with a Christmas to-be list. This is taking that step beyond. That step toward a new perspective on Christmas este año le vamos a pedir a Dios no solamente que por todo lo que debemos que hacer, pero quien Dios nos llama a ser en esta Navidad. So this year, instead of only buying presents, remember, you can be present. You can be present with God, with your family, with community. Instead of just settling with wrapping gifts, you can wrap someone in a much-needed hug or a much-needed word of blessing or affirmation or care in their lives. This year, instead of just sending cards, you can also send peace. You can be that peace in someone's life. You can give a word of peace or blessing in their lives. This year, instead of just putting up lights, you and I can be the light. Podemos ser la luz del mundo. And by the way, all of those Christmas traditions, they're beautiful. Let's do them all. Let's exchange gifts. Let's wrap them. Let's send cards. Let's put up lights. But remember, all of This is about that. There is more. There is more to what God is up to. We can continue to shine the light of Jesus Christ this Christmas. That's the gift of God. He'll do it in and through us. We don't have to do it on our own. Don't worry, the Christmas to-be list is actually not another to-do list. Simply be with God And see him do the work in and through you to shine that light of presence, to shine that light of hope. To be, God will do that when we serve as channels of God's love, of God's blessing to those around us. Just ask God for that. God, use me as your channel, as your vessel. El regalo de Dios es lo que se llama Emmanuel, Dios con nosotros. Este año podemos ser presentes tal como Dios es presente con nosotros. So to put it very simply, what we celebrate during this Christmas is really that, a miracle. And what do we do with a miracle? We can try to explain it away. We can try to, you know, be logical and rational with it, but that, that's actually not going to be a satisfying answer because a miracle is not meant to be explained away. A miracle is a gift from God. And what do we do with gifts? 
we receive them. So this Christmas, may we receive the gift of God's miracle. May we receive this gift of God's presence of Emmanuel, God with us. May we receive it and share it with others. And let God have all the glory. That's what we do with miracles. And God is still doing miracles. Dios sigue haciendo milagros en nuestras vidas. So when God does that miracle, whether it's during Christmas or, or next year or whenever it would come, instead of just trying to explain it away, remember, if we can explain it, God didn't do it. What we do with miracles is simply receive them, share them, and give God all the glory. So in this Christmas season that we're acknowledging and remembering God's miracles May we pause, may we pray, may we breathe, may we reflect. Simply receive the gift of Emmanuel. Share the gift of Emmanuel and give God all the glory. Christmas is a gift from God. This time of preparation is a gift from God. May we receive it and pass it on. The Christmas gifts, the trees, the lights, remember, they, that's not all there is. They are all pointing to something more. They're all pointing to this amazing truth that the child who entered into the earth on Christmas is the king of the world and the prince of peace. The creator who entered into creation. So today and throughout this month, May we celebrate the birth of Jesus and the coming of our Savior at Christmas. We, just as the prophets, just as the family, Joseph and Mary, just as all the other supporting cast during Christmas, we come here for the purpose of worshiping this newborn King. He is the Lord and He will reign forever and ever. He is the peacemaker the peace proclaimer. Jesus is the gift of God with us. God with us here and God with us now. And God with us forever. Let's pray. Thank you, God. That you always go beyond our own tight little expectations. Thank you, Lord, that you don't work within those parameters of just what, what we think you should do or not do, Lord, but you work in your perfect freedom. And what you have in mind is so much better than what we could think of or imagine. Te damos gracias, Señor, por tus milagros, por tus regalos, Dios Santo, de tu presencia. The gift of Emmanuel is greater than any gift that we could even ask for or think of. I pray, Lord, that you would continuously grow us in receiving this miracle. We remind each other of it every single year. Not because we're slow learners, but because, as we've said before, we are quick forgetters. So help us, Lord, 
to continuously remember that in this Christmas, even though we're surrounded by so much in this world, through the people around us, through work, through family, through the powers and authorities of this world constantly trying to tell us this is all there is. Give us faith to believe that there is more. During Christmas, we celebrate that the Word became flesh. And God, we pray that through the power of your Holy Spirit, that the Word would continue to become flesh in us. Give us the gift of Emmanuel. Help us to pass on the gift of Emmanuel to others, Lord. 